here we go again, Cringers. I'm Stacy. And I'm Steve. And this episode is going to be about Vegas in space, because I will be in Vegas next week. But first, how are you, Steve? Oh boy, I'm peachy. Wish I was going to be in Vegas with you guys. You will be missed, and I will make sure that we get some... I'll, I'll try to get, like... I'll, I'll try to, like, make some kind of announcement that if anybody wants to say hi to you, I'll do a, a <laughs> FaceTime. Well, yeah, I... I just come into the frame. I've, I've officially made you and Heather my designated huggers. I'm down with that. So there are many people that, that I'm hoping that you will hug. Yeah, no, either either I'll, I'll I'll take selfies. You'll come back with COVID. You'll you'll have you'll have like multinational geographical COVID after hugging all the international. I'm gonna be hugging everybody. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. You got a mixture of people from all over the planet. You're gonna okay. be hugging. I've got four. You got four what? Shots. Four shots? Yes. Really? You got your fourth shot? Yep. All right. Good for you. Eh, you know, eh. it's just with the, the, yeah, my doctor's like, yeah, you're, you're going to, if you're going to just take, just do it. Okay. Yeah. Sore arm for three days. The second one was the one that kicked me in the ass. Yeah. First one was a little tired. Second one kicked me in the ass. Third, fourth one were like, meh. I'm used to this. Bring it on. I think that's I think that's exactly what it's going to be like because at this point it's not a first one, but that's politics. It's not politics; it's science. <laughs> yeah, but people people mix politics with it. And well, I that's because they're stupid. Well, that's true. You know, and they I'm, don't I'm, listen to this podcast because exactly. only people listen to this. Exactly. Podcast. That's we could, why we have such a discerning crowd of people. Thank you, do. Germany, for joining us. That's right. We've got Germany now. Seven countries, including yeah. Russia. We should find out who our Russian people are and, and uh, you know, send them a little propaganda. <laughs> You're both sunk. No. Zelensky's, Zelensky said, G7, I have sunk your battleship. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was, that was just a... It's been interesting. Like some people want to talk about it, and I just kind of like nope out. <laughs> I just it's well, that's there's the whole, so much else going on. The whole purpose of this podcast, though, is to is to drive both us and our listeners away from all the insanity that's happening to the world, yeah. and let them focus on some insanity that's been there for a long time. This one has been around since 1990, not 1991. 1990, released in 1991. Right. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's been in the ether for, for longer. But this one oh has goodness. been out there, out there since 1991. And cringers, you think Vegas, you think space, but do you think drag? Of course. Of course I do. I'm, yeah, this this was a perfect masterpiece of everything. <laughs> there was no blood, there was no gore, no one actually died. The ro- it was a rubit. That's true. So it doesn't count. 
spoilers. <laughs> but there was no death in this. Oh, wait. Nope. Nope. Take it back. No, no, no. The one guy, guy took two too, too many pills. Yeah. We'll get yeah, to that. So, yeah. But there was no blood. Yeah. You know, and and for a movie with no blood, I was really, really enamored of this movie. <laughs> okay. It's a good word. Okay. Not necessarily in love, but I'm not out of love. I'm kind of enamored. It can grow on me. <laughs> okay. Not because it can't grow on me. Okay. All right. Okay. Keeping an open mind. I love this movie. I loved everything about this movie. I loved the fact that it was so horrible. It was it was probably as campy a movie as we've ever seen. Uh, I I dug the costumes. Oh God, they were great. The weren't they? costumes, so much taffeta, so yeah. much taffeta. Um, <laughs> fake fur. I, I read. I read they used a lot of fake fur. Yeah, fake for um so the spaceship to start with, this is this is one thing I absolutely love. And they carried it throughout the, the movie. The spaceship has blinking lights and walls and three-dimensional painted consoles. Mm-hmm. Painted three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So the consoles were not there. I they, they were loved. the 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 consoles were made of uh, I read about this. They were made. They were made of cardboard, and the lights were Christmas tree lights that they installed behind them. The trim around the computer areas well, was like crayon. Print. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. There's lots of leopard print. So, so we should much. we should we should do a quick overview, don't you think? Why don't okay. you give us a a quick overview, if if so, that's at all possible with this. So, quick overview is the Queen of Earth sends four guys out into space, and her sister, the Queen of the Vegas planet, um, has there's somebody stole her magic gems that keep the planet alive. The, 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 the planet clitoris. Yes, planet clitoris and the beaver system. In the beaver system. Correct. And I, I remember that because... How can you forget? How could you forget? Um, they, they they set out on the USS Intercourse. Right. And right. so in order to visit this planet, because it's strictly women, they take transformative pills. I can't remember what they call, but one guy's like, Well, I'm such a man, I need two. Bye-bye. <laughs> so the two so everybody in this movie is dragged. So there are four guys, one disappears. Well, two of the guys are actually women. So they cross-dress into to, to men and then cross-dress and then go back to being women in after the pills. <laughs> it's very complicated. <laughs> very complicated. So everybody in this movie, except for the guy who disintegrates, turns into a different gender at one point in the movie, which is pretty fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so they get there. And they are um, kind of, to get in, they have to say that they're some kind of old-time Vegas yeah. Earth act. They, they disguise themselves as mid-20th century dancers. Recreators, yeah. So, yeah. Right. so they come to the place, and the place is like earthquakes and 
fire bombs. <laughs> and the the set was actually a set from a craft hobby place that they were just going to throw out. So this <laughs> yeah. is actually already made to order. Um, the costumes are. It's like somebody just decided to take a hot gun, hot glue gun, and <laughs> make these enormous, fluffy, crazy things in the wigs. And sometimes the only time to tell a character apart from another character is their haircut in their wig. <laughs> because there's that one guy. They all have the same girl, makeup, maybe different have, colors. But yeah, yeah, they have different colors and, and stuff. But this like one character has very square Mm-hmm. Uh, cuts in their wig so it was like okay I, I know that character and of course the princess the two queens are very obvious and so there's a special high class ball thing that not everybody can get into and you find out that one person just doesn't want to go and then this other person wants to go and then we find out who the thief is and and the box that it's all cardboard and the box that they open looks like a Divic box. <laughs> she opens the box, takes the jewels out, hides them in her hair. Up in, up, up in the, her, her enormous bunk, right? Pink she, bun. she, she's got and the Baltimore Hun thing going. So the, one of the characters follows around the princess, or the queen, sorry. She follows around the queen. And this poor character gets every single trap. That has been set out for the queen. She goes in <laughs> to a room and gets zapped. And the queen's like, what are you doing? Let's go. And just walks through because the trap's already been triggered. Mm. The, the, the person opens the, the Divic box looking thing and gets smoke bombed and, and it's all woozy. And the lady's like, stop sitting there. And, and, and this every single trap this poor woman has to go through. And you're just like... And the queen's totally oblivious to everything. And that's friggin' hilarious. And then... There's so much in between, though. I mean, so much in between. Let's take it up out of the in-between up to 20,000 feet. Or 20 million feet, since we're dealing in space. Dan always says, I just want a hot air balloon. Yeah, right. the ancient fighting. (laughs) So, a planet in the outer reaches of our system is experiencing a lot of crime. The queen sends these soldiers, the crew, the crew crew of the intercourse, to to solve these crimes. What's being stolen? It's a gorillium or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, some some that sounds about right. Gorillium. I think that's right. Some precious mineral. She sends this crack team out to out to deal with this issue. They land on this planet of all women. All kinds of horrible things happen. And then how does it end? Because I honest to God don't remember. Um just watch this so- last the captain gets promoted to admiral stays on the planet so that the this is the captain the captain of the intercourse the intercourse yeah, captain the the one that was always the right hand and always getting all the the traps set on them 
Okay. Um, because the queen's right hand, she didn't like and dismissed him. I don't remember. But okay. the queen showed the captain the dark side of the planet, which is all black and white. Black and white, right. And so the queen started confiding in the captain. Um, they did the Vegas scene. And so the little pink princessy type person um, was running around and the queen figured out that this person has it. So the queen was chasing her. And then they had the fast forward scene. That was a little crazy. But then they get and I told you the stairs covered in fur was going to be a death trap. We both did. We both said that. Yeah. I said it was an ADA compliant. Yeah, and I, I started saying OSHA. You said it was an OSHA compliant at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so so we were both right, 100%. Both people would have just ticketed the hell out of that that uh, staircase. And so a long staircase with no hand railings covered in fake fur. Well, and I Pink swear fake that fur. the falling That's a dangerous scene thing. was like six times longer than the actual Oh, yeah, yeah. There was like a dozen stairs, and this person fell down at least 50 stairs. They just showed, they just cut it over and over and over again to make yeah, it look I mean, like it was Yeah, and I mean, different like leg positions and arm positions. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pretty epic. I mean, if you're going to fall, that's the way you want to fall. It's just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> so they get to that point. They find out it's a mannequin doll thing. Get the gems back. Everything goes back to normal. The captain gets promoted to admiral. Everybody decides to stay female. And the queen of clitoris wants to take a vacation to go see her sister at Earth. So the admiral stays behind. And I think the other crew takes her to Earth but you never actually see them getting to Earth. But yeah, and it the whole ends time, at that point. Yeah, yeah, the whole time it was stolen by a mannequin, and then at the very end, fist <laughs> is somebody had the same kind of mannequin doll in a box somewhere on the planet, and opens the box, and the dog goes. So the same same cardboard box that everything else had been in. Yeah. Yeah. No, they must have gone through a lot of cardboard. I wonder, they didn't have recycling back then. I wonder what they did with all the cardboard. Yeah, they did a lot of cardboard. I love the fact that they did the 3D fake fake out. So, like, oh, yeah. table, the table's actually not a table. It's on the thing as 3D. And then the, the room that the princessy pink person was in has, like, all these eyeballs all over it. And she puts on, like, a face... Very much like Return to Oz, which you haven't seen. But trust me, most cringers have probably seen Return to Oz. That is a cringy movie in and of itself. But you did a huge deep dive on this one. Well, I got real lucky. I loved, loved this one. Uh, I didn't really love the movie, but I loved the backstory. So, yeah, I, I, I did some digging around. The guy that directed this movie's name, Philip Ford. He was a college student working at a, a cabaret in San Francisco called Slutz Agogo. Perfect. In the 90s, huh? that, that's, I, 80s, 80s. 1981. Ten, 
10 years before this movie came out. The headliner there... <laughs> the headliner there is a person named Doris Fish. Mm-hmm. Doris Fish plays the lead in this movie. Doris Fish wrote the movie. And Doris Fish funded the movie. Yeah, but then she like passed away. Yeah, before, she died. Like, the very... yeah. She died yeah. in like there was a part of the trivia saying that they had to remake one of the scenes because she had like the ending credits was it was the ending credit she had passed away so they had to redo yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, she she died in uh, she she died of AIDS. He whatever. They. Uh, I think I think he was a he. I think mm-hmm. I think that's how he identified. But uh, yeah, uh, Doris Fish and Trixie uh, both died of AIDS with just within a few months of the release, the final release of the movie. But they started this in 1982. Uh, this kid, he was a kid then, Philip Ford, worked at the Slutsagogo Theater, part-time job as the, uh, like he said, his role was the only straight man in the entire company. Uh, uh-huh. Don't really know what his, his role was. But this Doris Fish started writing this movie. He was in film. He was in college. He was in film school, and and they would sit around and work on this script. And gosh, in uh, just within a within a few months, they had the script worked out. And to think there was actually a script for this. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah, right. Weird to me because when you watch it, it seems so ablibbed because either they're so straight faced <laughs> or they're so kooky like they're I, I mean oh my goodness but uh, yeah I can't believe that there is actually a whole script for this that 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 amazing. so the uh the guy that played the one uh the the straight man that took double pills uh to to turn into a woman and disappeared his name was Timothy Spence. He wrote the introductory mute theme song, mm-hmm. uh, and and three or four years into the making of this movie, it took uh, it took nine years for this movie to be released from when they first started started it. He he decided he didn't want to be involved anymore, and and came up with that idea where he took you know two pills and and disappeared. Too too many. Yeah, he was the pianist at Sluts a Go Go. The uh, the uh, uh, the interstellar animation is uh, little cheesy spaceships on uh, on strings, well, yeah, flying over stuff. I didn't realize until I read the behind the scenes that. The, uh, the 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 planet that's supposed to be Vegas in space, all those little towers on the planet are all lipsticks. Oh damn it! I thought they were. Oh, I was rooting for what did I say? Salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was hoping that they were because some of those are crystals, They're crystalline looking <laughs> things, and it looked like a salt and pepper shaker. Every everything there was made from from uh, uh, various 
uh, lipstick and and perfume containers and things. Okay, so perfume. Okay, from, perfume from more sense than a salt and pepper shaker. Doris Fish's uh, uh, makeup table. That does basically make sense, though. Did that? Uh, they did that last. Uh, you know, years and years later, after starting this movie. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I love the uh, the parking scene. Oh, yeah. You have the orange one and the purple one, and the purple one's like an alien that doesn't speak English, and then the character that you're paying attention to is in the orange one, and they're like fighting for a spot, and they like hit each other, and that yeah. was pretty funny. They yeah. do have a lot of random scenes that are very comical. It oh yeah, up the movie. Yeah. And I, I like the scene where, where they're all talking about the ball and some people are feeling like they're above it. You know, it it's very court-like. It's not just it's not just a scene of people going to something. It's very court-like. You you <laughs> have a hierarchy and a social a social responsibility and, and you get those people who's like, Oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm above that now. And and usually you don't I don't know how to say. Usually, you don't have that moment. Usually, it's okay, and now we're here. Or so. So that was very fascinating to me. I was yeah. Wondering, like, yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. How they how they figure their and it was so funny because they were like, "All right, we're about to start the show," and everybody crowds, and then like somebody takes a weird pose, and then some people like back off, and then some people <laughs> go in, and it's like. What was that about? Okay, one at a time, everybody's, and then these people just turned back and started the conversation again that they were having, and then people slowly walked past them. But it was like, okay. <laughs> there were also some uh, a few lines in the movie that I learned they they added to just cover up some of their some of their errors. So if you notice the colors bloom a lot of in in those scenes that are in color, the colors bloom and fade and bloom and fade. So they added a line uh, where where uh, let's see, I think it's it's uh, Doris that says uh, something about yeah the uh, we have this color dial. You, you, she says the atmosphere of planet clitoris is too thin to hold color by itself. So, so sometimes we have to turn up the color dial. That was completely to mask their crappy uh, film processing. In fact, they had their whole first day of shooting was was incorrectly processed by the photo lab, and they couldn't afford to do it again. So they just made excuses as to why that bit of the film looked different. And what's funny is you totally called it. When they did the black and white scene, you said, oh, their budget probably got cut, and that's why uh, they're in black you and know, white. The guy never mentions that in his blog post. No, but, but he, they do mention it in the movie, is that's the yeah, dark side yeah. where they yeah, don't the, have Yeah, right, right, the dark movies. side, they don't have color, yeah. That was funny because you totally called it. You and, totally and the, called the budget thing. The the uh, the entire movie, well, ninety percent of the movie was was shot in Doris Fish's apartment in San Francisco. Yeah, I yeah, that. and 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 they would uh, to make things look larger. They had they had 
they had yards and yards and yards of fake fur. All those yeah. pink walls were fake fur, and they'd move it from one wall to another. So the camera's looking one way, and they got all the pink fur. They'd move it over to the adjacent wall, tilt the camera over, so it looked like you know it was a, a, a much larger expanse than, than the I actual the room fake had, fur they did. Uh, yeah, well, they had the fake fur in this room too. They had um, the blue stairs and the yeah. blue sky and the rainbow, and I was like, I literally said what my my five-year-old self would really yeah, right, to right, play right, in that room. Right. You can get out there with your My Little Ponies and dance and, around. And you have just right. enough steps and they're perfectly set apart so you can actually like jump around and have a lot of it. Because <laughs> my um, my kindergarten class had those that weird pyramid. I don't know if you ever saw it back in the 80s, but there's a weird pyramid of like one one step up the top and then one and then it kind of like crisscrosses down so you have multi layers that have, have different no levels. idea what you're talking it about was so cool to this day i'm 43 i just turned 43 and i still remember happy birthday thank you how my kindergarten class was set up because the way that they had this one corner in the in the room was just epic for a kid in my day, we didn't have kindergarten. We had mothers. They made us peanut butter sandwiches. Turned the TV on so we could watch Foreman Scotty. Okay. Peanut butter and honey. Oh, no. And now it turns out that I'm sensitive. I'm not allergic, but I'm sensitive to peanuts. So. Okay. I just have honey sandwiches now. Sorry. Whipped honey. It has to be whipped honey. There's something different about it, but I love the whipped honey. Honey, why don't we go back to the movie? Shall we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we started it off that's, with the that's, whole that's, intro war. That, exactly. That's payback for me disrupting you the 20 times she tried to do the introduction. <laughs> and Sorry. now you know why I turn away from you when I try to do <laughs> yes, the introduction. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I haven't memorized. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the other little trivia things that Philip Ford brought, uh, mentioned was uh, uh, Doris demanded. I mean, hey, she paid for this movie, right? Yeah. She paid for this. Being slut, slut, or um, no, she said something. Uh, she quoted something about. Um, a slut. Would you like me to? Would you like me to help you with that? Do you know the quote? Uh, I don't know the exact quote, but I can tell you what she was talking about. Oh, can I? Can I actually do it? Okay. Okay. During production, Doris was making a good living as a callboy and funding the film for their earn from their earnings. Doris once said, "Who said you couldn't make a film on a prostitute's salary?" Exactly. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that just i wish i could meet her like she's just like oh my god that's a hilarious prostitution <laughs> yeah um, cringers <laughs> movie the uh the uh philip ford that was the director says on on more than one occasion we'd be having a production meeting in the kitchen of her flat the doorbell would ring doris would disappear for 20 minutes 
return with a check to put in into the production account. <laughs> yeah, and that's what she said. Nobody ever said you couldn't make a feature film on a prostitute salary. <laughs> he went on to the director did two acting, two directorial, one writer, one visual effect, one editor, one producer, and one self. Um, um, I don't think he's done a lot. Yes, uh, we'll we'll post his uh, a, a link to his his blog. This blog hasn't been updated for, I would say, sixteen, seventeen years, but it's still out there, and and you can read the whole gory story of 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 this movie. We're just going to try to give you some some highlights for it, but it it's a it's a phenomenal story. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some quotes in there that are just hysterical. I mean, it, it, eight year, nine years, at, or eight years after they finished final uh, filming, that that they uh, until it was released. By that point, uh, Doris and what's her name, Trixie, had both died of AIDS. This is the you know the eighties, San Francisco. Um, they had several fundraisers in the uh, lots of uh, you know different different uh, variety burlesque and drag shows to raise money so they could finish this film. It went over in, in, and it took years. It was years and years and years to get it to the point where it could be released. Uh, and it, you know by that point. Some of the people were gone. But one of the quotes I read from this, this Philip Ford that I thought were, was just hysterical, about, uh, uh, it must have been five or six months into the principal photography of, 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 of this, this movie, he says, uh, his quote is, it was around this time that I became involved in stimulants. I had dabbled in trucker benzidine in high school and toyed with prescription diet pills in college Uh, but during Vegas in space one of the extras that shall remain nameless okay Frida Lay Frida Lay what a great name for a a drag queen got me excited about using crystal meth oh no the crew did come to rely on it For several years, how could they not? <laughs> and she was the computer and La La Galaxy. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to tell you, that's usually how that stuff starts. I mean, I was out with my friends and they're like, yeah, it's kind of like cocaine, but longer. And it's like... <laughs> and cheaper. <laughs> and way cheaper. And um, four years later, I hope they yeah. all got off it. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's such a colorful backstory that that uh, you know, if if you think you might want to watch this movie, go and like I said, we'll post it in the show notes. Go read this blog first. You don't have to read all the rest of it, but read that. Read this one guy's blog, and then go watch the movie. And I, I think it'll be much more enjoyable. Uh, well, it was. It won't be. It, it won't be as horrific as it could be. I. I. Uh, oh, it was no. bad. It was a bad movie. 
I mean, if they, if the cringers follow the rules, they'll read the blog after like you did. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, we don't expect the people to do that. We're the ones who, who, who strike out. We're the Columbuses. We go out, we search for new lands and bad movies. And then we find out, ah, damn, that wasn't India. Oh, is it? Okay. I just saw the Vegas and I was like, let's do this. Because <laughs> we have. Because you're going have, to Vegas next week. <laughs> we actually have like this, a lot of the same saved movies. But it was just like, I just needed something outside of the normal thing. And I. Love I think this movie fits that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once we watch this movie, our our uh, Amazon Prime algorithms have gotten very interesting now. <laughs> and and I think that's one of the reasons that that we tell you to to see where it takes you is because you know when you watch a whole bunch of nether beasts and were roosters and stuff, you get a very similar kind of context. So it's and, like, and and and. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we should say that's phenomenal. We've loved so many of these these movies we've stumbled across. But yeah, this has opened us to new territory. Yeah, so so when we say just see where it takes you, really sometimes you just go to that free for prime or or free or YouTube or something, just just mess with it just a little bit. Change change <laughs> the course of it because you know, we started just getting monster movies. And I was like, after a while, you don't want just a monster movie. You want something like Vegas in space. <laughs> I don't think we wanted this movie. I, 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 w- I picked it because it was my birthday. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted something fun. And I saw Vegas and I said, why the hell not? <laughs> and it didn't. On the cringy scale, it did not disappoint. Okay, cringers. Until the next time, keep that algorithm guessing and never be afraid of just clicking on that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. And this is Steve. Good night, children. And remember, if it burns, you probably need some penicillin. <laughs>